Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, I'll take the win against Duke. I- I'm not sticking my chest out, beating my chest about beating Duke because I know that if Duke had a healthy quarterback, we'd probably lose that game. If if Brandon Fisk doesn't face mass Riley Leonard, we'd probably lose that game. So we got lucky. Um, so I'm thankful for the win. Um, you know, like, I, like I've said many times on this podcast, I'm not really a recruiting guru, but, you know, we were able to flip a guy from Miami to Florida State defensive end. Um, tremendous recruit, high school recruiting job by this staff. Um, you know, you got uh, Charles Lester III, K.J. Bolden, and this guy, um, the defensive end from Miami Central. So those are the headliners. Like I said, I don't do a lot of recruiting stuff on this podcast, but I'm just so uh, pleased with Mike Norvell as the uh, head coach at this point in time. And I've said it many times before, when he got hired, I was totally against it. Um, it's been a, 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 a honor, a pleasure to uh, be wrong about Mike Norvell. And uh, I just hope that, you know, he stays at Florida State and we have continued success. Um, next up for us is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. We currently have a three-game losing streak against these guys. They always play us tough. Um, it's in Winston-Salem. Um, and this is not a gimme game. Uh, Skip Prosser knows Florida State very well. His team's always plays us tough. The delayed read option thing that they like to run is is we've never really been able to stop it. You know a Wake Forest team is going to be well-coached. Um, they've never had great talent, but they've had good enough talent to have a three-game winning streak on us. So to me, this is a big game. And on some levels, it's almost as, as big as the Duke game for, for Florida State fans, you know, Um You know, Wake Forest has had our number. So we used to dominate these guys back in the day. And it just shows the the depths to which the program has fallen that we have lost three in a row to Wake Forest. Um, I don't think we'll ever get back to the days of yesteryear. But I think we can at least get back to the days where we're winning the ACC year in and year out. Um, Jordan Travis is, has got to stop doing dumb stuff with the football. He gets a lot of praise, deservingly so. But to a man, you have to admit, to a man, to a fan, he does a lot of dumb stuff with the football. You know, the smart play is the best play. Now, some of his big plays... Some of the risks that he take, 
Sometimes they hit. And sometimes you get a pick six. Like you did. And that could have that could have cost you the game. Okay? I like I said in the previous podcast, the instant reaction to to the Duke game, the Brandon Fist penalty is the play of the game. That got Riley Leonard basically out of the game. And I'm not wishing any ill will on Riley Leonard. I hope he's okay. Uh, but that was the play of the game. You know, if you really just watching the game, well, he Fisk got Leonard out of the game, and that basically saved that win for us. Um, Wake Forest has always scared me because, you know, this this is another trap game. This is another motivation, focus, quarterback not doing stuff with the football, doing dumb stuff with the football type game. That's what this is. And if, um, you know, if any one of those things are lacking, we can lose. It's really that simple. Um, I, I haven't really seen one Wake Forest game this year. But just from years past when they had Hartman at quarterback, um, you know, if they're running that same type of offense, which I think they probably are, we've never really been able to stop it. You know, if you've uh, watched Florida State in the past couple years against Wake Forest, you know what they run. They run that little read option, delayed read option to try to get you to bite up. And it just it all depends on what your linebackers do. Do they come up? We're going to throw it. If they stay back, we're going to run it. And. You know, it's been a house of horrors for Florida State. So I don't. I hate bringing up opposing players because I had said some Duke players last week, and I, I think I was wrong on those guys. Um, I, I knew the defensive line was good. I knew the offensive line was good, but I didn't. I was naming reserves. I wasn't naming starters, and that was just going off memory. From our, I, I watched the Clemson Duke game, and I was going off memory from watching some of the. Uh, second string guys get in there and make plays, but it turned out that that the starters were totally different. But you know, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I'm not perfect. I do this podcast like you know ad lib. I don't script it. I used to script it, but I got bored with that. I like just getting on here and talking like a regular fan. Um. Johnny Wilson got hurt. I hope he's okay. Um, they finally got Tua Philly involved in the screen game. I had been calling for that for years now. I knew he was dynamic in the screen game his freshman year. So they finally get him involved. He scores. You know, there's no need to say anything about Keon Coleman. Future first-round pick. Um... We got dominated in the trenches. Let's face it. We got dominated in the trenches and we got to sure that up. Or it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting five games down the stretch. I mean, it's really that simple. There's no other way to really try to 
make heads or tails of this. It's going to be a very interesting five games. I think the only one we can definitely put in the win column is the Northern Alabama game. That's really the only one. Um, I'm not worried about motivation focus quarterback doing stupid stuff with with the, the Hurricanes and the Gators. So to me, this season comes down to the next two games. If we can get two, if we can get through these next two games, I think you know the sky's the limit for Florida State. But you know Florida, you know Miami is going to be motivated not to let us get to the playoff. If we're fortunate enough to be undefeated when we get to those games, you know they're going to be extremely motivated not to let us, uh, to see us not go. So, you know, these, these next five games is coaching to me. One game at a time always. But, you know, I, I just, I don't like the counterpunchers mentality when it comes to competition. You know, I don't want to counterpunch. I don't want to get hit. And then, then that's when I start, you know, playing up to my potential. I want to play up to my potential from the opening horn, from the coin toss. And uh, it just seems, for whatever reason, Florida State just doesn't have that ability to come out and be the aggressor and just start swinging from the word go. Let's be clear. When this Florida State team is 100% locked. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Locked in, motivation, focus, and the quarterback is doing the right things with this football. Um, I don't think there's a team that can beat us. But I've rarely seen that this season. I've seen it some in the LSU game. I don't even count Southern Miss. Um, I've seen it some in the uh, Duke game. And that's really it. Um, Boston College, no. Uh, Clemson, a little, a little bit. Um, and that's really it. I, I don't think that this Florida State team has put a complete game together yet. And I, I don't, I don't know if they'll put one together in the regular season. I, I don't know. I hope they will. We've got to sure up our run defense. If we're going to do anything, it, you know, that we, they, you know, if we're, if we're going to 
do anything that we're aspiring to do as far as ACC championship, playoffs, national championship. We have the talent to get there. There's no question about it. We have the talent. Okay. It's just a matter of motivation, focus, and quarterback doing the right things with the football. Um, Jordan Travis, uh, for better or worse, is going to try to make the big play on every play. That's, that's, that is his uh, gift and a curse. Okay? And the curse part of it has not really hurt us this season. It did in the Duke game, right? Uh, he threw that interception, pick six, touchdown. So we we really, we really, really, you know, the coaching staff has to get that out of him. You know, because when you get to these big games, we get to these big games and to me, Wake Forest is a big game because we have a three-game losing streak against them, and they've dominated us. Let's let's not let's not uh, mince words here, okay? Wake Forest ran the football down our throats last year, and you don't think they're salivating at that Duke tape? They have a three-game winning streak on us, a three-year winning streak on us. We haven't beaten them in three years. From from my research. Okay. Wake Forest. Okay. Duke. Let's let's not let's not overemphasize this. I don't care who they get in the portal. It's still Duke. Duke dominated us at the at, at, on both sides of the line of scrimmage. You can say what Florida State did in the second half, but I'm telling you. The play of the game is when Brandon Fisk face-masked Riley Leonard. That's the play of the game. That saved the game. And just the fact that some of your so-called experts and analysts are not saying that doesn't mean it's not true indeed. Um, we... <laughs> You know, I was I was looking at this uh, college football playoff show, and they had Florida State ranked number four. I think that's just off of brand name. I don't really think that's based on what has happened on the field thus far. You know, it's real, uh, I guess, in vogue to put them up there. And... Uh, We'll see what happens down the stretch. Um, we'll really see what happens down the stretch. I, I I want an undefeated season. I want an ACC championship. I want a playoff win and not and national championship win. I want all those things, and I really don't care how I get them. I would prefer to dominate. But a win is a win. But just as a fan sitting here watching these games, it's very agonizing. Because I know we have the talent to be, you know, one of the best Florida State teams ever. I know we have that talent. It's 
is is partly coaching and it's partly um just players not realizing their full potential and not having a sense of urgency to want to be great um just just from my observation on how they play on the field i don't know anything about what goes on in the locker room or what what goes on in the weightlifting room but just from what i see on game day now you go back 10 years ago 2013 you 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 could feel the sense of urgency that this team wanted to prove to the nation that they were the best okay we had we had some some motivation focus and quarterback doing stuff with the ball but it was rare it was rare every game that team went in and said we're going to try to dominate you we're going we're going out physical you at every play of the game every second of the game and i just don't see it and i i think the talent is comparable at every level i think the talent is comparable i'm not saying the the 2023 team is better but i think i think you can make an argument that these teams are comparable um in a lot of ways um i i just think it was a, it was a different attitude and that's what gets you over the hump is the attitude you know, the we want to dominate attitude. And I just don't see it on this team. When I talk about the Florida State Seminoles football team, and I say we and they and, you know, I I know I'm not a player, okay? I'm just a fan. So, but... In this country, when you talk about your teams that you like to watch and that you're a fan of, we just say that. Um, somehow, some way, pe- some people that listen to this podcast have has uh, found my email and they send me questions, comments. They try to tell me how to make my podcast more popular. And I, I, I take that in. And uh, if it's positive, you know, and I think it can help me, I'll use it. But most of the time it's just negative stuff. And, you know, this one particular email comment was just like, you know, you're not a player, you're not a coach, you don't know what's going on. And you that's true indeed. But I don't think any fan that's just a regular fan that watches their team on TV knows what's going on in the locker room or the meeting rooms or the practice field. You're just going off what you see on TV. So that's that's what this podcast is based around. Just watching the games on TV, doing research on the internet, and that's it. It's just a, a, a guy with an opinion. And nothing I say on this podcast has to mean anything to anybody. Um, I didn't... I've said this many a times. I've never started this podcast to try to be famous or rich. It's just a healthy outlet to um, 
you know, just have something to do every week. And just, you know, I think it's good to keep your mind occupied, uh, period. In good times and bad times, it's always good to have some sort of hobby to distract you from the reality of life. So now that I've went on that tangent, back to Florida State football. Uh, we can't look up, we can't overlook Wake Forest. And I think I've <clears throat> emphasized that point throughout this particular podcast. Um, we have a three-year, three-game losing streak to these guys. Um, I think in the last game, Duke ran over us on offense and defense. I think if Riley Leonard was healthy, we lose that game. It's really that simple. And I and I hate to keep saying this, but it's a true fact indeed. If Brandon Fisk doesn't face mask Riley Leonard, we lose that game. And I think a lot of teams these last five games are going to look at that Duke tape. And this is really the same thing from last year. We have not shored up the run defense. Even with the addition, addition of Brandon Fisk, we have not shored up the run defense. It particularly between the mid, in the middle, between the defensive tackles. We have not shored up that, that, that part of uh, our defense. And I think teams going forward are going to exploit that. I think Wake Forest, a team that ran at will on us last season, is going to exploit that. Okay? Because most of the time, your Wake Forest teams are a veteran-laden team, particularly on the offensive lines and the defensive lines. So, you know, I, I really think this Florida State team, and I hate to say this, I think they're going to come out half-stepping. I really feel like they think that their stuff doesn't stink, that they can come out here and lay an egg and think it's going to translate to a win. You can't just turn it on and turn it off, man. Because one of these weeks you're going to run into a team that is just going to come out, balls to the wall for 60 minutes and not let up. It's going to happen. So ask North Carolina, okay? Virginia came out there and played 60 minutes and didn't let them off the hook. And, you know, that's what it was. North Carolina took the L to the worst team in the ACC this year just because they felt like they were just going to show up and get the win. And, you know, Wake Forest is not very good this year. But they've had our number. So if you come out there doing that nonsense that you've been doing for the first seven weeks of the season, first seven games of the season, um, I think you're going to end up with a loss. So I just really feel like, man, is this team locked in and focused? I don't think they are locked in and focused. Um, I think with this type of team, 
you know, ACC championship is has got to be the goal before anything else. And we just haven't lived up to I mean, we're seven and oh. I don't wanna act like it's twenty eighteen again. We're seven and oh, we're number four in the country, but it's not a confident seven and oh number four ranked type team. It's just not that type of team, man. And I think, you know, you got to keep it real with yourself. Um, as a fan, I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I don't know what those guys are, are, are thinking about, but I think you, you owe it to yourself to, to keep it real and just say, Hey, we're, we're not living up to what we want to do. We're just getting by. And you can look at the final score and say 38-20. You can do that. But, you know, I don't think you're really keeping it real with yourself as a football team and really as a fan base if you just sit here and just look at the final score. A win is a win. <clears throat> well, a loss can be a loss. And we've seen we've seen great Florida State teams. We've seen great Florida State teams, and we've seen bad Florida State teams. And this is a pretty good Florida State team. I think it can be a great, I think it can be an all-time great Florida State team if motivation, focus, and quarterback not doing dumb stuff with the football, if we can fix those issues, right? All three of those things are fixable. Jordan Travis is a great player. Okay, he can make plays. He he's a he's got a hell of an arm, but he does make bad decisions. And ultimately those bad decisions will get you beat eventually when you go up against the very good teams um you know in this country. Um so Motivation and focus should not be an issue. You know, you're you all you guys came back to do to be special, to do something special. So, you know, going hard every single play, knowing your assignments, knowing your keys shouldn't be an issue. Um so we really have to uh, lock in and do what needs to be done to get where we want to be. And that's ultimately holding up that CFP trophy. Now, I don't I don't think that I don't think we're going to win the national championship. I to to come back from where we've been. The last several years. You know, starting the downfall really started in 2017. Let's be real, against Alabama when we got smoked um, in that game. Let's just keep it real. Um, that was six years ago, six and a half years ago, basically seven years ago. Um, so that's that's really when the downfall started. Um, So to come back from that and be where we are now, I, I can't go through that again as a fan. I just can't.
So we, we've got a pretty good recruiting class. We, we flipped the number one defensive end in the country. I love it. We're, we're getting the players that we want in the portal. I love it. But all that stuff, all those things has to translate to the field. And it has, but it's, there's still some uneasiness there from my end. I'm, I'm not ready to throw up that, that we're back flag yet. Okay, even if we win a national championship, I'm not, we, I, we need to go on a Georgia type run. You know, I think when you say that you're back, you, you have to go on that type of run. You can't just have one good season and say, we're back. You know, we went 10-3 and three last year. We're back. We beat Oklahoma in the, in the dang Cheez-It Bowl. We're back. We, we, I, I don't live like that. I think it takes at least three seasons of sustained success to say that you're back. Um, I think ultimately we get the win against Wake Forest. I think it's going to be closer than the experts think. I'm saying 31-17. I think Wake Forest is going to come out there and test the run defense like they always have. Um, They're going to run that little delayed uh, read option, and we'll we'll see what happens. they don't have Sam Hartman, who was the main catalyst of that offense. So that's going to help us out tremendously. But they still have a pretty good offensive line. And they always have good running backs. So hopefully we dominate and we get out of, we get out of Winston-Salem with an easy win. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the support. And as always, go Nose.